Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. This episode features adult language, loud noises, discussions of mental illness, discussions of death, discussions of medical abuse, speculations about murder, and a funeral. Previously on Arden. With whom am I speaking? The name is Asher Casely. Bia grew up here. I thought you should hear it from me. The conservatorship has been approved. He died trying to pull that thing out. My jacket. We know you were in Elsinore that night. The cops know too. Something is up with that bin. I'm saying we go out there right now. You and me, Pamela. This part just says mollusks. Is it a self-help class? No! It's the hatchery hatchery hatchery. Do you want me to be in love with you? I can try, Rosalind. Lorena, I said yes. I don't know what more you want me to do. I want you to want to marry me. Is everything okay? No. No, nothing is okay. Nothing is... I'm not okay. Dana's told us where to look all along. And she's never wanted us to look at her. I think he's dead. Help me get him out! Arden, Wayface Industries, good people? You must get it by now, right? Hi. This one's for Paul. Something new Ooh. 
It's all gone to hell, you can be sure. It's become too awful to ignore. We have failed our fathers and we haven't got an excuse. So come apply the furnace to the ore. Don't you let me go until I'm pure. In another shape, perhaps I'll finally be of some use. Tell me how much more can I go through? Melt me down and make me something new. Sell my soul for scrap, break me down for parts. Salvage what you can. I need someone to mold me. No one ever told me what horrors could befall a decent man. Knock me out and don't let me come to. Melt me down and make me something new. Shortly before Easter in 2011, a Montana rancher stepped into a grain bin to fix a mechanical error. He wouldn't step out again. The local police ruled it an accident. But his daughter has spent the last eight lonely, quixotic years trying to prove that he was murdered. So was this the perfect murder? And what does Dan Hamill's death tell us about the decline of the American small town? And the American dream? Join us, won't you? As we unravel this mystery on Arden. Ms. Breckenridge? Yeah. Oh, great. We met very briefly. I'm the producer. You found him? His body, I mean. Yes. We've halted production for the time being. While the investigation is... We're letting the police finish their investigation. Investigation? He tripped. He relapsed and tripped into a cow tank and drowned. Christ, a cow tank. You here to get me to go back in there? So you can get my weeping on tape? Like I said, we've shut down production, and I would never violate your privacy. You think I care about the show? No. When I was 14, my older brother died. Hit and run. Oh, fuck. You really are trying to get me to talk. During my dad's funeral? I'm saying I know how you feel. The facts of his death are public, but your grief should be private. Say the thing you think it's not polite to say. I can take it. You exploit the most vulnerable, painful moments in people's lives all the fucking time. You exploited my friend's grief Dana over her father's her death. You pumped her full of false promises, and now you're abandoning her. We're doing the responsible thing. Now that you harassed my dad... The police are still investigating what we happened. We know what happened. Please, stop picking at this. Drop it. I am truly sorry for your loss. Arden will never contact you again. Fuck it. One more. This goddamn town. Dana, for goodness sake. 
she knows we're not recording anymore, right? Even if we were, I don't think audio could really capture the theatricality of throwing herself into a grave. And show some respect, Brenda. We're here as mourners. I'm just saying. She's laying it on pretty thick. Oh, please. All love has a layer of dramatic artifice to it. Jeez. You're bringing down this funeral. It's weird. So we learn that she doesn't have an alibi for the night her dad died. And then we have to halt production? A little convenient, huh? Fine, fine, whatever. Live your life. Live your life. Okay, I hear you. But if I'm Dana and I'm killing anyone, it's my mom, right? And Clyde. Not Paul. She loved Paul. And look, okay, I'm not one to gossip at a funeral. You're a classy dame. But in the parking lot, I heard Dana and Olivia arguing about how they spent that night together. Like, together. Or maybe not together, together, but an all-night type of together. Really? Huh. Olivia wouldn't cover up for her dad's death. Okay, drop it. We have to leave this alone. The investigation is over. The truth is never over. That doesn't even make sense. The truth is final and finite. It's the truth. This is getting hard to watch. I'm pulling her out of there. Godspeed, Brenda Bentley. Pamela told me none of you would be contacting me again. Ever. Oh, I left my gloves here. <laughs> no big deal. I, it's just I'm going to Missoula, and my mom will make a thing of it if I have to borrow gloves, and... Shit, I'm sorry. I shouldn't complain about my family. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to remind you that I have a family. Uh, I'm just going to go. <laughs> so, gloves? Thank you. For the record, you do not have my consent to record this conversation. I'm not recording. Sure. I'm not. I love your dress. Oh, God, yeah, I... Uh... You found it when you were packing and then had to try it on. <laughs> that is why it always takes me two hours to pack. Lorena hates it. Uh, it was my mom's. She, that's why it doesn't fit right. I'm taller. She was a bit wider. You could belt it. I didn't even know my dad was still hanging on to this stuff in the attic. Like pieces of some life he thought he'd have and never did. I didn't even know she left this dress. I have this memory of my mom wearing it at some party. She uh, she looked too beautiful for this town. I would picture her out there somewhere in this dress. But the dress was in the attic the whole time. <laughs> oh, there you go. Another character beat you can use. Sad trans girl, Mrs. Mom. Can I just say... Oh, no, it's sort of horrible. Um, then you really don't have to say it. Yeah, sorry. But if I were you, I would want to hear it. So, at least now, you never have to come back to Montana. Oh, Bia. Enjoy Missoula. What do you miss about your hometown, Bia? I want the full tour. Oh, nothing. <gasps> there was this cookie shop. Closed a few years ago. Dang. They were as big as my head, Lorena. It was glorious. Thank you for driving us to Missoula, Asher. I'm excited to meet your parents. Finally. 
It was hard to come up with excuses to avoid them once we went on hiatus. And you wanted to introduce them to me. Yes, yeah, uh, but in an abstract way. I want to hit all those milestones with you. I merely dread the reality of being in a room with you and my parents at the same time. You know how it is. I really don't. Unless... I, mean, I thought your parents were comfortable with us dating. <gasps> They're thrilled. You've been written up in the New Yorker. You're a great get. Sorry to butt in, but the show's on hiatus because the police ask you to leave? Wouldn't that be the time a reporter doubles down on an investigation? Our podcast's different. So you see, it'll be like that. The whole weekend will be like that. I'm genuinely asking. You know I take justice very seriously. As Lieutenant, lieutenant Governor- Lieutenant Governor isn't a real job. You just like people calling you Lieutenant. I don't make people call me Lieutenant Casely. That was just the- <sighs> Look, I don't even know why you're so worried about our parents. It's me they always pile ridiculous expectations onto. I don't think they have expectations for you. Mm-hmm. And how exactly are you not living up to their expectations, Lieutenant Casely? Well, they thought I'd be a named partner at a firm by now. But aren't you a partner at a law? Yes, but not a named partner. It's very different. He's right. It is very different. Mom, Dad, this is my girlfriend, uh, fiance, Lorena. <gasps> the Lorena Christopher in my house? Oh, I'm Connie Casely, Bia's mom. Harold Casely, such a pleasure. We're big fans of your podcast. You told me you didn't have time to listen to podcasts. It's hard to make time, but... We heard one episode of Lorena's show, and we were hooked. Yes, it was an episode in the season on the secret Mankiewicz brother, Rudolph. Oh, was it Forgotten Siblings? That's the one about his friendship with Gamma Marx, Cecil Barrymore, and Marley Chaplin. One of my absolute favorites. Bea is so lucky. I bet you give her lots of great podcasting tips. A lot of it was covered in my journalism degree, Mom. I give her some feedback, sometimes. But you don't have to worry. She's oh, great at it. that's Bea, learning from the best. You know, she used to follow me with her little play camera. You're a photojournalist, right, Connie? Yes, I've always felt that journalism was truly a visual medium. Ugh. That's why we appreciate how much archival footage you incorporate into your show. We're so glad you could join us. Oh, Asher, I'm so disappointed Lynn couldn't make it. I need to pick her brains on Weitzman's new paper on the latest trends in energy economics. She's disappointed, too. And Clara keeps asking to see Gammy and Gampy again. Oh, Gammy and Gampy. <laughs> I'll never get over it. I was going to wait to announce this. But why not right now? We're renewing our vows this summer. It's our sixth anniversary. And you're all invited. You too, Lorena. You couldn't wait for the 10-year milestone? What can I say? When you're in love, you just want to celebrate it all the time. That's beautiful, Asher. Come on, man. Have we got a deal on hammers? Four for the price of three. I actually already have a hammer, but... You, you can use four more hammers? Ho <laughs> ho! Couldn't we all? Rosalind. 
What are you doing at Johansson's Yard and Yarn? Buying four hammers, apparently. <laughs> I was at, no, I was, I was looking for you. Well, come on, I'm shopping. You can help me carry stuff. Like this. Oh, propane tank? Can't you just refill the one you have? Yep, I'm killing the planet, but it's on the family tab. There's so few ways left to screw them. Oh, in that case, I'll grab another. <laughs> Three needless propane tanks. Hell yeah. Suck it, Mom. So, Dana, we haven't talked since... Uh, I made things weird. Uh, you didn't. I'm sure I completely misread that situation. <laughs> Anyway, um, it's been a bit, pal. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm sure you've been crazy busy with the art and stuff and with this new development. Uh, technically, I got fired in the show, shut down production. <laughs> so you might as well have slept with me. Your loss. I am sorry for not being there after Paul's death. I mean, there's... Things that I just can't. Hey, Bill! Where are the candles? Should be behind you. But son of a bitch, standing right in front of him. Can we talk about this, please? You haven't texted or called. My life was falling apart. Forgive me if I didn't respond to any of the memes you sent. Look, we're all good in my book. The whole thing is just, it's not even on my radar anymore. Fantastic. Not fantastic. I, I'm, I'm glad you're okay. And are you taking your meds? Come on, Roz. Don't be a goof. I am going to leverage a little bit of pity and guilt from you for a super weird favor. I am the queen of weird favors. I won't deal pandas, though. It's just not right. Remember that thing you told me you tried after your dad died? The really stupid thing? Urban climbing? I'm gonna hold a seance. Any chance I could swing you over to that urban climbing, though? <laughs> mm, it's too much death on the ranch. I gotta get comfortable with it. Drop the ghost line. Aren't you afraid that that might look a little... <laughs> I'm already under conservatorship. I'm a completionist. Gotta try everything. This isn't like me going to a boardwalk psychic because I couldn't afford therapy. You're under a microscope. Yeah, from Arden. Look, Rosalind, I, I don't know what you're playing at here. You believe me, but you keep information from me. You push, you pull. I, I don't get it. Are you on my side or not? I... Grain bin seance. Tomorrow. Bring your pals. We'll laugh. We'll cry. We'll get closure. Hi, Arden listeners. I'm Bea Casely, and I'm here to tell you about Wayface's state-of-the-art high-tech... Oh, my God. Do we really have to do this? Read the ad script, Bea. We both have places to be. Ah. Uh, I'm here to tell you about the Wayface grain bin. Andy, I really don't think we should be advertising this on this particular show. How's that? 
Oh, do you mean because of the horrific death? Yes, that. People have forgotten about that horrific death because it's been replaced by the new horrific death. That's what my marketers have told me. We're launching this product on all of our shows. You should hear how Quentin and Quentin discuss the grain bins in their coits program. How big is the market for grain bins? We believe there's an untapped market in cities. How often does anyone really need a grain bin? Anyone who buys a Wayface bin will need one often. Planned obsolescence. That's how you keep the sales up. The Wayface grain bin. Sleek design, peak efficiency, and... Oh my god. I'm not saying this last part. Do one take with it, and then we'll edit it out. (sighs) Sleek design, peak efficiency, and incredible safety features that will make you wish you'd bought one sooner. Oh, God, this is just ghoulish. Look, just hit the talking points. Our marketing team wrote them for every platform. We don't have time to tailor them for this one show, where we discuss a horrific grain bin death. The Wayface Grain Bin from Wayface Industries. The good people. Are we... Good morning. I brought you your meds, your lithium, your valium. Kinda in the middle of something. I'll come by for them later. Goodness, I've never seen anyone become more active on diazepam. Do I want to know why you're spray painting a pentagram onto a sheet? I'm getting into heavy metal. Well, it's good you have a project. Dana, I know you don't like to be analyzed. Not by you. But I'm glad you've taken time for yourself. People don't like to say it, but grief is selfish, and that's okay. We feel like we have to feel everything for the person we've lost. It's overwhelming. Their pain, their sorrow, it's on us. But we can feel the good stuff, too. Do you really believe that? I miss your dad, too, you know. Here, this is my favorite memory of Paul. He always had a carrot for chrysanthemum, but he made sure nobody was looking when he fed her. (laughs) You were close to him, if if you want to talk. So... I'm about seven. I was supposed to go hiking with Dad, but he was sick. No. Uh, Hungover. And I was crying because I couldn't understand why Dad wasn't doing what I wanted. So Paul took me on that hike instead. And it was spring, so the wildflowers seemed unending. And he helped me knit them into necklaces. He put them in his beard, and we... Brought a little bouquet back home. Gosh, and every year he would go back there and pick a vase of wildflowers for our house. Every year. That's beautiful, Dana. Hold on to that. You'll be so glad you hung on to that kind of memory. Beats yours, right? Yours is about feeding a fucking horse. (laughs) Well, 
No one has ever suffered like you, huh? Nope. <laughs> and just uh, take your pills with lunch, all right? They'll be right here waiting for you. And I told the dinner board, sure, but what do you do with the salami? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Quite a story. Dad, you keep telling this story, but what did they do with the salami? Ate it, I assume. Asher, why don't you tell us about... Was it a charity that you started? Just a small passion project. I'm preparing a bill to build new homeless shelters. Yes, I know. Shelters aren't a permanent solution. We need to seize the wealth from billionaires like Andy Wayface. Hello, Via, Via's family. Anyone home? Oh my god. Asher, you conjured him. Hello? Can I help you? I'm Andy Wayface. This is my date. Yes, Bia, it is I. <laughs> Your own nemesis, Alexandria Red Dutton of Fortinbras. And I'm dating Andy Wayface of Wayface Industries. The absolute star-crossed tragedy. We have a lot in common. Red also only sleeps three hours a night. Bia, honey, I didn't realize you were friends with so many capitalists. Andy's my boss. He's not really my friend. Come now, Bia. You and I are close enough for me to visit your family. Is something wrong? <gasps> uh, do we have to rush off in your helicopter immediately? We're staying right here. You're familiar with Waydate, yes? Am I? I've decided to do a hometown meet the parents installment of my ongoing series. Andy, you're supposed to go to your hometown and introduce her to your parents. <laughs> I'd never introduce someone I wasn't completely sure I wanted to marry to my parents. My family is the Fortinbras Corporation, and I can't just introduce Andy to my immediate supervisor. She's a nine-year-old girl. My God, you're Lieutenant Governor Asher Casely. Why, yes, I am. Does my reputation precede me? The only lawyer in Montana to win a lawsuit against Fortinbras. I hated you, of course, but I had to admire the moxie, as well as your jawline. And here I was worried the app was only setting Andy up with lesbians. <laughs> oh, you know what they say about a grown woman's sexuality? It comes and it goes. Lorena! I saw our mutual friend Teresa Hollandaise recently. She sends warm regards. <laughs> regards to her. She still has my copy of Oranges Are Not the Only Fruit. You know how many fruits there are. It's more than one. Asher, maybe the others would like to hear about the time you bested Fortinbras. Everyone gather around. I'm happy to tell you all about it. So... No farmer. Just one farmer, or was it class action? That's a great question, Lorena. The answer is more complicated than you think. Oh, here you are. Texting. With Brenda, I assume? Not this time. Mm. Pamela wants my advice on what to bring to a seance. A seance? I told her red wine. Feel safe. Pamela is a spiritualist? Wow, it was all the rage in the 20s. <laughs> oh no. Dana is holding a seance to contact her dad. Should be a capital D disaster. That's a horrible idea. I know! I'm sorry you have 
FOMO about missing a woman's traumatic breakdown. You've also missed all of Asher's slides from the Andes. And Andy asking when he'd acquired some mountains. And Red inquiring what it would cost to rename them. The Andes Mountains sponsored by Andy Wayface. Followed by a lecture on capitalism from my father, I'm sure. Oh, it's ongoing. What are we doing here? I, I thought you wanted me to meet your parents. And I, I do. I, I do. My parents, they're... I, you know, they don't see what's wrong with you and... Oh, oh wait, and, no, and what is wrong with me, Bia? Nothing! You're fine! You're always fine! It's just they only see what's wrong with me. They treat you perfectly well. At least from what I can see. Ugh, you don't see what's wrong with them. <laughs> uh, Brenda sent me this funny cow she met. If you don't want to be here, go back to Elsinore. But I'm staying here. On the trip that I agreed to take with my fiancé, whom I love... <laughs> You should join us downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Hi. I never know if I should arrive fashionably late to a seance or if punctuality is key. Oh, good. You're here. You can help me set up. Wow. That pentagram is Pinterest worthy. If your dad loves pentagrams, he'll be sure to show up. He'll definitely see how much effort you put in. <laughs> well, please don't watch me do this. It's just like the candles. Come on, grab a lighter. I'm excited for this. I can't wait to talk to Dan. Got lots of questions for him. You and me both, Bab. But what would you have to say to my father? I want to ask who was on the ranch the night he died. What do you want to know? I think your friends are here. I'm really curious about this. What do you What do you want to know? <laughs> well, you'll find out, won't you? For the record, I strongly object to this. But someone here has to play the cynic. Oh, Brenda's a cynic. Brenda is the world's most open-minded cynic. Look, a seance, it's silly, but it really did give me a sense of closure. It was nice to say goodbye to something that wasn't a cold body. I would be very respectful of that if last week you hadn't tried to convince me that ghosts are real and live in grain bins. Ghosts don't live anywhere. Exactly. They don't exist. Okay. Do you remember what we talked about? I am no longer with the show and no longer investigating for Arden. Officially. Yeah. I'm not doing this for information. I'm doing it because I want Dana to like me. That is literally what we talked about. So many candles. <laughs> I, uh, I brought wine. A class act, as always, Pamela. And isn't that pentagram fancy? A regular big city pentagram. Right. Brenda is also here. Well, if this is the whole gang, we can get started. <clears throat> Everyone, join hands. You're a medium now. I am an exceptional. Yes, I read up on WikiHow. Look, Dana, if this gets intense... Oh, we're having fun. When does the chant start? 
<laughs> okay, let's stay silent during the channeling. Everyone, clear your mind. Come on, come on. Danny Hamill, are you there? This circle is a welcoming place. How are you doing that? That, that buzzing. Can anyone else here? No. Don't you start with it. We're not doing this. I don't think it's a ghost. It's just kind of annoying. If it is a ghost, it is welcome here. The ghost is... Dana? Dana's the ghost? No, D Dana, I'm starting to get a bad feeling. We all get bad feelings. <gasps> I see him. Dad? Dad, is that you? What are you looking at? Right, right in the middle of the circle. You don't all see him? Daddy? I don't see anything. I, I feel him. Dad. Dad. <clears throat> okay, Dan doesn't want us all to see him and that's his call to make. Um, spirits, please guide us. Dana is here and she wants to talk to you. Okay, what is that sound? Don't escalate this. I'm escalating? I feel... I see someone. Dad? Hello? Paul! <gasps> it was the door! Shit. Shit, Olivia! Yeah, you can just fuck right off. Olivia, wait! Hold up! What are you doing here? Your mom called me to check on you. It looked like you were having a party where your father died. I, I don't usually take her aside, but I had to admit it sounded weird. It wasn't a party. I saw wine. Dana, honey, I heard yelling. Oh, it's nothing, Mom. How long has Olivia been spying for you? You were trying to contact my dead father. One ghost isn't enough for you? It was a lark, a joke seance, like Halloween. You said you could see my dad. Is he a joke to you? Which is it, Dana? Are you having hallucinations? What? Clyde doesn't think the new sedatives are working. Now you're seeing things. I'm grieving. Maybe it's time we take you to get real help. There's a hospital in- Okay, okay, let's not go nuts here. Uh, poor choice of words. Let Dana sleep it off. I'm getting my car keys. She's bluffing. She'd never- <laughs> This is ridiculous. It was a joke, Mom. Mom! Watch the fucking road! That song you sang at the bar? I recorded it. I don't wanna be here anymore. I don't wanna be here anymore. I don't wanna be here anymore? And I thought when you showed up to my show, you were finally engaging with my music. Wait, Mom, Mom. Mom, 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 look at me, look at me. I'm not sick, Mom. I'm sad. I'm not sick. I'm sad. How many times did you say that to me? Dana, you're not sick. You're sad. Get to school. Well, I don't see a temperature. Must be the sads again. You make me sound so awful. Every story you tell about me, you make me when sound... you were right, I was sad. 
I was really sad. You couldn't bear things. Little things would get you. You couldn't get past them. A friend teasing you, losing your favorite toy, your goldfish dying. People move past things, huh? Do they? Look at the world. How many grudges? The world is the world. You're my daughter, and I'm taking you to the hospital. Take me home. And in the morning... Okay, see? The new pills? Mm-hmm. I'm taking them. From now on, I'll be good, okay? <laughs> Why would I believe that? You lie to me, Dana. You treat me like a fool. It's Liv. I- it's Liv. It's... It's always Olivia. I hurt her. I didn't mean to, but... God, I never mean to, and I always do, and I can't... I can't keep hurting the people who are trying to help me. Then let me help you. You need to go to the hospital. Mm-mm. My problems are at home. I can't fix them somewhere else. Your problems are wherever you You're are. Right. Okay? I took it too far. But I see that. And I want to go back. Let's go back. I'll stop fighting you. Just please, please, please don't hand me over to strangers. You you don't know what they'll do to me. I'm not sick. I'm sad. Remember when Olivia left? You practically moved into the trailer with me, watching movies, making our favorite foods. You took care of me, Mom, and I wouldn't have made it through that time without you. Oh, Dana. I've already lost so much. And I need you to take care of me. But it has to be you. You're the one who took care of me. And you still can. You still can if you... Okay, baby. Okay. But just for tonight, and then we'll reassess. All your lights are on? We need to talk about this. Oh, do we? What was Dana trying to do tonight? Everything there was a performance. Either you're in on it, or she's playing you. She's a dramatic person. So who's her audience? Who's supposed to be watching her? You spend all that time with her and you don't have any idea? You need to go back to Los Angeles. No. We are so close to solving this. We're not close to solving Jack's shit. I'm saying this as your boss. Oh, now you want to be my boss. Hmm. You want to quit? After I had your back? (sighs) You left! Do you think I care about Arden? This is my case. Everyone keeps trying to take it away from me. You think that you can just mosey back in? I needed a break. I wasn't leaving you. I thought you could handle it. I really expected you'd be fine. I always am. I'm always just dandy. I mean, why would you ever need to just check in? Oh, fuck. You're right. I left. And I left you in over your head. That's on me. I'm worried about you. And about Dana. I'm your friend. Talk to me. Tell me what's going on. I think Dana is acting out and being an asshole, maybe even lying. But I 
think she's doing it because she's sad. I need some shut-eye. See you back in Los Angeles, boss. Hello, good people. It's the middle of the night here in the Casely's kitchen. What a splendid time to record an ad. An ad for same clothes. You're a busy human, full of human activities, acquiring food, seeking fortune, building communities. When can you figure out what to wear? Never worry about clothing again with Same Clothes, the only subscription fashion service that provides the same clothes to all. Send us your preferences. We'll disregard them. Send us your measurements. We'll consider them. Soon you two will walk through the world in a salmon shirt, brown pants, and beige shoes. Clothes are a skin. Shed your old skin. Burn it in a pyre that we shall watch and join hands and feel our skin become one. Oh, hello, Andy. Uh, you grabbing a midnight snack, too? A glass of water, actually. And I thought might as well record some copy. Let me see that. Mm. Can I offer notes? You do realize this is a horribly unviable economic model. The outfits you describe aren't fit for the modern workplace, substantially decreasing your potential consumer share. Now, if you threw in a nice blazer, say pleated slacks or trousers, possibly even an ascot, see now... Now, normally I never date the competition, but what can I say? One day this app showed up on my phone, like magic! The algorithm matched us up and I always trust the algorithm. D did anyone opt in to Waydate? It's on my phone, and I'm very happily married. If you could sell a happy marriage, you'd be rich. What do you know? Nothing. I guess when it's true love, you just know. Oh, I'm not sure this is true love. I've only felt true love but the one time. <sighs> I don't know if you're familiar with the television program, The Costumed Comedian. I saw only a handful of episodes about the ghostly giraffe on that program. My god, what a man! Wasn't Andy the ghostly giraffe? Was it? Oh, I could have sworn it was Tom Hanks. No, Tom was the Loch Ness monster truck. But that delicious neck. We're back. Somebody's learned about grocery stores. There are pancakes in this box, even though it sounds like sand. The mystery. <gasps> My ghostly giraffe! <laughs> Andy was explaining why it's nice to have investigative reporters on staff. With ongoing media consolidation, especially with this rise of loosely regulated new media like podcasts. God, Asher, I'm not single handedly destroying Is journalism. Is unionized, Andy? Do all employees get health insurance and fair wages? Yes. Well, all the ones who aren't murderers. I've been meaning to ask Bea about adding me to her health plan. I've been paying a lot as a freelancer. Not the most romantic reason to get married. You don't need to be married. Bea can add you as a domestic partner or check the It's Complicated box on the form. Wayface insurance is valid at most hospitals and all Wayface wellness saloons which are not legally hospitals because of their two-drink minimum. We shouldn't bug Andy with too many union questions. I'd hate for him to get the idea that not all major corporations are unionized. Uh, sorry. <laughs> we should get Harold in here. 
Did you know your father is an economics professor at the University of Montana? But I'm no longer the cool professor. I gracefully aged out of being the cool one. <laughs> we have photos of Harold as the cool one. Oh, here's one from Bring Your Daughter to Work Day. He brought Asher too because we wanted to raise our children as equals. Oh, that suit is darling. Bia, just look at you. Bia? Sorry, everyone, it's Brenda, work thing. We're your family, Bia. How long has it been since you last visited? Just take a day, sweetheart. Take a day mm. to just- Don't manage me, Lorena. Just for the love of- <sighs> Well, that's our Bia. <laughs> hey there, Miss Ursula. Hey, Clyde. Uh, just here to check on Dana. Uh, about that. My stepdaughter has decided she will no longer cooperate with Arden. As of now, she is restricting access... Uh, to respect her wishes, I have to ask you to leave my property. Oh, this isn't for the show. I just want to pop in and tell her goodbye. It'll be a minute. It's within my rise to call the sheriff. Oh, you can call him? It'll take him at least 20 minutes to get here. I'll only be a minute. Just to pop in. She doesn't want to see you, Rosalind. She's going to spend some time alone with the family. It's what she needs for her own stability. Please. That doesn't make any sense. Dana would never choose to talk to you guys instead of me. Instead of what? A team trying to make money off her tragedy? <laughs> Joke's on you. Podcast doesn't turn a profit. Let me talk to her one more time. I, I don't want her to think I gave up on her. She's my friend. She's not your friend. She is a very unwell young woman. And you manipulated her. I saw you sneak out of her trailer in the mornings. You used her for what? A podcast? I was helping her find peace. Well, that must be why she's so happy now. We have cameras here. I will press charges if you come back. We look forward to hearing the show. Bia, the pancakes are getting cold. Why are you packing your suitcase? Red is headed back to Elsinore, presumably to do evil. She's giving me a ride. I should get there by this evening. If you wanted to come along... I could... see. Uh, what's so important back in Elsinore? That you can't wait a few days? God, and... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not avoiding you. I'm avoiding my family. This is what they do. They just glom on to my romantic partners and turn them against me. Do you think that I've been turned against you? Uh, I could see the way that you were smiling when my mom was telling me not to be on my phone. Like you thought I was being ridiculous. And I have very good reasons to care about what's going on back there. Because it is all bad. This is still my job. You took time off. The show was technically shut down, so I said I'd stay in touch. So one of us took this visit to see your family seriously. And it wasn't you. I really didn't think you were going to. What is it? May I see it? Sure. 
Is this what you think of me? I've been assimilated into the Casely Collective. I was venting. People vent. Vent to me. I'm who you're supposed to vent to, even if it's about me. But you won't tell me when I'm upsetting you. You don't have that problem with anyone else. You keep taking my family's side. Is it wrong to want somebody who's on my side even when I'm being ridiculous? I'm not sure what else I'm supposed to want from a marriage. Well, someone who will point out when you're being unfair to your family and that someday when they're gone and you can't try to make amends, you might regret pushing them away. Yeah, that's not what I want to hear right now. You don't always have to be sensible. You don't always have to be ridiculous. I asked you to marry me. How long did it take for you to make up your mind whether you... Oh, don't roll your eyes. You hurt my feelings, Bia. You hurt my feelings and you, you don't even seem to notice. I'm trying to tell you something about my family and how little they understand me and you keep taking their side. All it took was one compliment about your show. One compliment and you melted. God, you are so easy. <laughs> you know, come to think of it, giving you a fawning compliment was how I got a date with you. Is that all this was built on? I was nice to Bia! you. Oh, God, this is really unfair. And this is not about them. You're trying to make it about them, but it's about us. When have you ever fought for me? Not for your show, not for the Julie Capsum scoop, not even for a ridiculous costume contest. For me. All the time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bia, you... You... You can say it. You take me for granted. Tired of it. I deserve better from you or someone. Don't go back to Elsinore, Bia. Stay, fix this. We can talk after I'm settled. You made some really good points, and I'll Bia, just. Bia, please. Please, I want you to fight for me. No, you're right. You're always right. I don't want to. And I'm sorry. I have to go. So, Lorena's staying behind and you're coming with me. <laughs> yeah, I never bought the whole... Uh, whatever it was. Oh, it's fine. Everything's fine. And it's more real than whatever that stunt was with Andy. It's funny. I took the date so I could make him fall in love with me, break his heart, crash Wayface stock, and make millions. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I fell in love with him for real. Over a weekend with my parents? That's what your parents taught me. Love is a sparkling gem. Treasure it, Bia. I guess... I'm happy for you. It's nice to know true love is real. It is nice. 
Of course, love is also a weakness. So to keep my edge, I must cut all ties and learn to forget my heart ever sang with love. Can you get me the salt out of the back seat? I need to stop by a farm and sprinkle it about the earth. You know, girl's trip. It's just a little further, Sheriff. All right. How is Dana? She's calmer, sleeping like a baby. Well, there it is. Oof. Hamels are pigs and should die like pigs. And red spray paint. That's how you know they mean business. I hate to ask, but uh, do you think it's possible that Dana Oh, could absolutely have... not. Dana might hurt me if she'd never hurt the ranch. I just heard about the funeral and... Oh, heard... boy. Wow. <laughs> Jumping into a grave. Who does that? I've seen you better, Trudy. Are you sure everything here is fine? If something's wrong, you oh, can it, always no, it's tell. it's fine. I'm, I'm fine. We're fine. <laughs> I know you think an investigation into Paul's death will help calm her mind, but Dana... Dana just can't accept that sometimes things happen. They happen. And stopping them? Like, you might as well stop the sun coming up. I get it. But we have to investigate. So far, all the evidence suggests it's an accident. But, well, sometimes you get a hunch, and you got to make sure it's wrong. Oh, of course. You're such a good sheriff. So the graffiti, if you have anybody you think could have... Oh, probably just the workers. You know, agitated about the sale and with that podcast riling things up. You know, if you could come back tomorrow more formally, maybe? Like the old arrangements with Dan? Oh, no. No, no, that's not what I meant. Just people know you take these things seriously, and seeing you around will make them think twice. Does that camera work? The one on the bin? Yeah, why? Well, it's probably not much of an angle on the tank where Paul died, but you gotta look until you can disprove that hunch. Of course. I could get you the hard drive with the footage in the morning. Actually, if you had it now, that would be... Of course. Not a problem at all. I leave for a few days and you guys summon the dead? I hate missing the fun. <laughs> I think the fun's over. The Hamels have stopped cooperating with Arden. Dana, too. And even if they didn't, Pamela's pulled the plug. Rosalind's headed back to L.A. soon. Wow. Thought you'd have to be dragged out of here. I'm kind of making her. Pretending we have cases to tend to. I need the old Rosalind back. She was making everything worse. Or Dana was making her worse. Or Rosalind was making Dana worse. Sometimes two people can chase each other in circles until they fall over. Yeah. Sometimes people just shouldn't be together. You okay? Yeah. I'm, um... Yeah. It's really good to see you. <laughs> it's really good to see you. Missoula sounds like it was a trip. It was. Oh, and the seance? She's keeping something from us. Something is seriously wrong, and I can't figure out what it is. I don't think I can leave until I figure out what it is. How about you? I'm not leaving either. Not until we know the truth. Seriously? Aren't you and Lorena going back to L.A. for Easter weekend? This is what's most important to me. 
This better be good. I'm not as nostalgic about this fucking bluff as you are. Hi to you too. Late at night was the only time I could sneak. I need you to know that I'm leaving town in the morning. For good. Forever. And I hear your mom kicked Arden out. So, I guess this is it for you and your whole little plan, huh? It's done? The plan worked, Liv. They bought it. The Arden people think I'm crazy. Mom thinks I need her protection. You know how this is going to look to everybody. You know! And all you had to do was blindside me with a seance starring my dead father. Hey. Hey. Hey now. It was an act. It was just an act. And for what? A ranch? A piece of land? You said you missed it. Remember? The night before? You said you missed the sunrises. You missed the stillness in winter. And you missed... And you missed... And, and you missed me. I do miss it, Dana. It was my home. But it's not anymore. I miss a thing that disappeared when I was eight. When I come here, all I see are ghosts. And you're one of them. See how much we have in common? If this is your version of an apology, I'm going to skip it. Wait. Marry me. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, fuck you. I am dead serious. I've never been more serious about anything in my life. <clears throat> if I get married, they'll have to put the conservatorship on hold. You'd have to get permission. Legally. To get married. And then we'd go to court, and we'd show all the new evidence, and... And then they'd have to listen! Why don't you just go show the judge all of that Because now? this whole town is in Clyde's pocket. But with you there... Show Jake Wonder! Show Arden! Show anybody you trust. I trust you. You're the only one I trust. Don't say it. I still love you. Good night, Dana. You're gonna leave me here with them? Again? Do you know anything about my life in Denver? You have a boyfriend. What's his name? And a job. What do I do? And I think a dog. You only know the things about me that are convenient to know. Every Sunday morning, Brad, that's my boyfriend, and I drive down to Westside Books. We order a coffee, and we pick out a book for each other. Whoever makes the other laugh the hardest gets to pick where we have lunch. I remain undefeated. You take that away from me? To keep pouring salt in an old wound you won't let heal? You want this too. Maybe not me, but you want this ranch. This town. I see how you look at it. You were supposed to be here for what? A week? And you've been here almost a month? And now I'm done. Goodbye, Dana. Wait! You'll stop by the studio before you go? To do... the thing? Oh my god, yes. I will stop by the studio. And then I will go far, far away. I'll call! <laughs> you do whatever you want to do, Danes. You always do. Bye, Liv!
save yourself. Arden Season 2, Episode 8, Out of Joint, was written by Lenny Burnham and directed by Christopher Dole. Our recording engineer was Ernesto Hurtado, and the episode was recorded remotely throughout Los Angeles. It was edited by Christopher Dole and sound design by Chad Ellis. Our composer is Christopher Hatfield. Arden stars Michelle Agresti, Tracy Syed, Shannon Estabrook, Charlita Gaston, Benjamin Watts, Mia Drake, Libby Woodbridge. Sersha O'Sullivan. Our guest stars this week are... Zach Grenier. Rebecca Metz. Mike Bash. Omar Andrade. Nelinda Palomino. Sarah Ray Werner. Eric Morgan Stewart. Grant Patrizio. This episode featured the song Melt Me Down, written by Laura Stratford and performed by Libby Woodbridge. You can find it on our soundtrack album. Arden was created and executive produced by Emily Vanderwerf, Christopher Dole, and Sarah Golub. Our co-executive producers are Chad Ellis, Libby Hill, and Ernesto Hurtado. Our logo is by Dylan Farr. Our social media manager is Eliza Wheeler. This series is produced in Los Angeles County on the ancestral lands of the Tomva, Tataviam, and Chumash. Our website is ardenpodcast.com, and you can also find us on Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. Do you like this show? Do you want to help us make more of it? There are a lot of different ways you can do that. The quickest and the easiest way is to toss us a few dollars on Patreon at patreon.com slash ardenpod. You'll get access to early episodes, behind-the-scenes material, and episodic commentary. You could also, through the end of Season 2, still support us on Indiegogo, where we still have a number of attractive perks available. You can buy special Arden-related merchandise on TeePublic, including that Be A Casely's Undeniable Sexual Energy t-shirt you know you want. You can rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you found it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other platforms. But no matter what, we hope you listen to this episode with your entire family, gentle listeners. As always, our choreographer was Mia Drake, who, after forcing our entire cast to do the Charleston, said... Wow, it was all the rage in the 20s. Join us next time for more adventures in Arden. Thank you, and good night. This week, and every week, we'd like to thank our executive producer donors, Amy Tate, Danny Bell, and DJ Sutherland who are more than just good people. They're the best. This week, we'd like to thank our Indiegogo backers, Angel Acevedo, Lou ABK, Compton Bailey, Jason Mills, Jay Bird Mosley, Jeff Andreessen, Jeff Kramer, Jennifer Sugden, Jerry Hill, Jessica Mason, Jill Johnson, Jill Boscanza, Jim Ryan, Jim Schillender, Joe Schultz, Jadeka Taylor, Joe Pills, John M. How mysterious. Jonathan Bloom, and Jordan Stillman, who all know exactly what the Daniel Board did with that salami. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
Check out this place. You'd love to retire here? What is this? Oh god, what have you done? Spaceships. Season 2. Out now on podcast platforms across the galaxy.